Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about holding your craft. So let's get into it. So the question in question was pretty much that. Uh, Frederick, how would you say that you can, uh, how does one continue honing their craft as a software engineer? Well, uh, so to use an analogy if, uh, that I think fits very well, uh, at least in my way of thinking about this problem, is to say that it is similar to uh, learning how to speak. Now in the beginning when you're a small child your first objective is to just be able to form coherent sentences so that you can express yourself in the way that makes you f so that what you think and want is translated into something somebody else can understand. As you grow and develop your mastership of your language, your spoken language, increases to the point where at the master level now you are able to master things like rhetoric and narrative and storytelling and you're actually in order for you to continue honing your way of speaking and so forth, you're basically at the level where you're going to have to challenge yourself not with the words themselves but how you compose them because even if you learn the entire dictionary that is not necessarily a way for you to continue your growth now you start to get well this is where it gets a little bit philosophical but this is when you start to realize that the words are just expressions of your thoughts and now it is the quality of your thoughts that are the limitation not your vocabulary if that makes sense and that I leave to you sort of to think about yourself because that is an epiphany that some people might not uh, think so much about but that is in essence what the same thing happens for you as a software engineer where at first your objective is just to learn how to write code and as you progress you get to a point where the coding is very rarely now a problem expressing yourself in almost any programming language is no longer your limitation your limitation is in your mastership of the ideas that depend on your skill as a software engineer to be expressed if that makes sense and there are many problems uh, that you sort of face as I said in the early stages it might just be learning how to use a for loop or learning what a constant versus a variable is or things like that and then you progress a little bit further and now you're building applications based on requests from different people and when you get to the point where no, like basically no one asks for it, it's sort of like learning how to build the common stuff that everybody asks for. When you know how to do that, well, then there's no challenge for you in that either any longer because you you can meet all the normal expectations and then you might find yourself working in more specialized areas where you might have to find projects or products that are more complicated if that makes sense but even that gets to a point where now it's actually very difficult for you to find almost anything that is a true challenge and this is when you get into areas where the challenge itself is broader than programming itself if that makes sense or like the expression of programming this is usually where the realm of research or where you have to create like a digital transformation for a company or where you have to lead entire organizations of in IT reforms or better practices or educating people and things like that. Um, or you might 
find yourself building highly highly specialized tooling for some type of area where it's it's really you trying to understand a completely different field in order to express it through coding so the those levels when you get to that point the the tool you you basically mastered programming to the point where it's just a formality this is where the master level software developers are basically where it doesn't matter what programming which programming language they use they can use anything it does like it might not be the case that they can just immediately start being productive at the same level as the ones that they've been using the most but transitioning into a new language is like nothing to them and most of the the, the thoughts they have are what is important the code is just an expression of that thought and that when you get that that realm the thing that is nice about that is that that realm is only limited by your imagination and your willingness to fight the thing that kills you kills your ability to hone your craft which is complacency complacency is the thing that you have to watch out for because if you follow your progression in the way that i've sort of explained uh, you will continue to grow until you die basically well, until you stop being a programmer you're never going to see the end of that because there's no there's practically no limit to what you can do uh, which it's similar as a, as a philosopher a philosopher can spend their entire life in their area and continues to expand their mind they're never going to see the end of it because the mind is well for all we know the mind is endless it's limitless as far as we know and software development is in the same breath basically it's it's similar uh, in that sense so the thing that happens though is that is what usually happens and that is that uh, you don't uh, and I think that this is it's basically a survival mechanism once you set down the path to becoming a software developer there's a lot of risk anxiety and a fight for survival basically to make it into the industry and so you have a lot of incentive to work really really hard to become better when you're trying to become a, from a complete beginner to a junior to a mid-level and that period of time is usually very productive for a lot of people it's it's in a sense it's very similar to how a child has to learn their first language where in order to survive you need to master this but once you become an adult or in a spoken language when you master your your native language very few actually feel the incentive to learn a second language because you have your first language now survival is no longer on the table it's a matter of do you want to expand yourself for no other reason than your own personal growth and enjoyment and the same thing happens to basically anybody who masters any craft it doesn't have to be software development and so now the question becomes do you have the necessary drive and incentive to continue that growth my suggestion to you is that if you want to guarantee that you have that continuous growth all the time uh, as I like to say to people the uh, the the thing you do every day is the thing that you get good at in other words if you don't want to stagnate it's important for you to under realize when you have learned as much as you can in the current area that you are working and when it's time to transition to something different and then the only thing you really have to do here is to overcome the fear of change because when you realize I do things something like I every six months I have a reminder in my calendar that pings me and asks the simple question are you still growing are you where you're supposed to be basically 
and if I can say that yeah I'm still learning things this is uh, an area where like I still have some things to adopt then I continue as I am otherwise I start thinking about okay what can I do now to put myself in a new context because the problem is if you get too attached to your current job role or your current position of uh, in, of influence etc etc the, you're going to sort of like a bodybuilder who just uses the same weights over and over. You, you're going to stagnate. You have to increase the resistance or change up the routine somehow to get new gains. Exactly the same thing happens for you as a software developer. So that's why I urge people to really have a think about your long-term progression and sort of what your long-term goals are because you have to be a little bit strategic and know yourself well enough to know how do you... How do you stop yourself from giving in to the complacency and the laziness that is inherent to almost anybody, uh, well, basically anybody in the human race? So, what I want you to take away from this is that the way you continue honing your craft is that you basically start out, as I said, you start out with learning how to code and you continue that path until you can do it to the satisfaction of everybody who does it as a professional. This is when you reach the mid-level range of being a software developer. And then when you finally reach a senior, levels, uh, software, senior level software developer's experience, you're basically going to find that very little challenges you as a software developer. You can basically build anything that the industry wants you to build. And when that happens, the only thing that is going to continue your growth is when you face off against challenges that are non-standard. These are challenges that it's uh, it's not really something that the average software developer does on a daily basis or like a weekly basis. It's something that you have to ha actually have to go and find the proper role in order to, uh, to find, if that makes sense. Uh, and those sorts of challenges, there's tons of that stuff. So it's really down to, are you willing to fight the thing that is your true enemy? And that is your own complacency. Because very few people, uh, on average, will go out of their way to continue their growth. Because growth is hard. And we're hardwired as humans uh, uh, to be lazy when survival is not on the table. So you, I argue that if you want to mitigate a lot of that, putting yourself in a situation where you're almost trying to simulate a survival situation because if you change your job or you change your role into something that you're not so good at then you're basically in again in a new in, in an environment where you have to adapt and that continuing adapt, adaptation to your environment is the thing that drives m uh, most human behavior uh, that's what i've seen at the very least have a great day